Welcome to the Big Kids Show. I'm your host, Mark, and with me, I've got two of your favorites and mine, Big Nick, Mr. B. Today is another special edition of the Big Kids Show, as we are here today to introduce another new format to you all, our loyal listeners. Today, we will be playing a format called Three Questions. All right. Yeah. Now, what are the th- what is three what? questions you may ask? Oh. Well, that's one question used up right there. No, I'm only <laughs> kidding. So, three questions is exactly what it sounds like. We've got a central topic, and we're going to cover, and three questions that are related to that central topic. So, the topic for today is going to be work slash job related. Now, Ooh. as we grew up from little kids <laughs> to big kids, one of the biggest changes in our life is when we find out that we have to work. Womp womp. <laughs> Once you cover your cost of living in sizable charitable donations, wink, wink, I know I have a lot of things I like to spend my extra money on. I'm talking to you, Sweetwater. <laughs> and the only way to do that is to make money. Well, the best way to make money is to get a job. Well, legally at least. And with job comes experience. So experience is what makes us the person we are and helps us define our character. Now, I didn't say what kind of experience. And those experiences are exactly what we are here to discuss today, kids. We're going to talk about the worst jobs we've ever had, funny and awkward moments that we've had happen at work, and finally, our dream jobs. That's right, kiddos. In today's episode, you'll get to learn a little more about your favorite big kids as we discuss our personal stories of the past no matter how embarrassing they may be. So, with all the formalities out of the way, let's dive in and play. Big Nick, I'm going to let you kick us off today with our first question, good sir. Our first of three questions will be, Big Nick, what is the worst job that you've ever had? (laughs) All right, well, I, I love the three questions, and I love the first question. Now, here's the thing. Unfortunately, Big Nick has had a lot of terrible jobs. <laughs> it's a rap sheet. A lot of terrible jobs. Now, here's here's the way that Big Nick rolls, though. If I show up and the job sucks and I don't like the boss, I don't like what's going on, maybe the place ain't clean enough, maybe there's some dirty deeds going down, <laughs> Big Nick, he skedaddles right out of there, out of that dirty place. Dirty deeds. My, right. I'm like, hey, I'm going to Subway dirty on my deeds. lunch break. Boom, never come back, son. And never smell the same after you get right. back from Subway. <laughs> if, the place, if, if, the, if the place is bad, if I don't like the job, if I don't like what's going on there, I don't last very long. So to, to, to single out one makes it difficult. So I think what I need to do here is take a job that I was there for a considerable amount of time there you go. and break it down that way. Now, I, like I worked at a place that has been mentioned on the show before. It's called Damon's Sports Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. Now, this actually is one of my favorite jobs that I've ever had. However, I had multiple roles that I played at Damon's when I was there because I worked there for like three years. So I had different jobs while I was Impressive. there. One of my least favorite jobs Long tenure. was I was a busboy uh, Monday through Thursday. And the thing was, I, overall, I enjoyed being a busboy. However, this is something that will stick in my mind until the day I die. 
I had this one manager. His name was Robert. And you know what? He was a good guy, I think. But for whatever reason, he expected a lot out of his busboy. And I was, you know, there putting in the time, doing a good job. But one of the busboy duties was to change the letters and the words on the sign. Oh, you got to do that? That would be a sweet job. No, you think it's going to be a sweet job. But here's what happened to me. Every time that I was ready to leave, I would have to go check with the manager. I go, hey, all the tables are clean. Everything's done. Ready to rock out of here. He'd go, did you change the sign? I go, yeah. <laughs> I changed it yesterday. Is there anything that's <laughs> so much news that we need to change the sign today? Yes. Red alert. Red alert. We, we need to change the sign every day. And apparently, Robert felt that way only when it was my shift. Um Lucky you. Yes. The days that I did not work there, the sign did not receive a change. So, so he, he rode you like the saint, the sign bitch. So he did not I change was the, the sign himself is what I'm saying right. ever. Rode me like the sign. I was the sea biscuit of sign changing. <laughs> the sidecar, if you will. So here's what that entailed. It meant digging out all these plastic letters and numbers from the back office that were in no order at all. Not alphabetized, numerical, nothing. There was no order to them at all. That's a fun. He would give me some random message, you know, um, whatever it could be. And pork chops on sale. (laughs) I would have to, I would have to put up this, this, I would have to put up this ladder, this tall stretch ladder. That was, it wasn't one of the, you know, the, the arch ladders. It was the yeah. straight up and down ladder. It's it was the, you might down. die ladder. Right. Yeah, I yeah, am leaning the ladder it. up onto the sign that I am changing the letters and numbers on. And I swear this guy made me do it not only every day, but I swear to God that every day that I changed this sign, there was a thunderstorm, a severe thunderstorm <laughs> that was taking place at the time of my <laughs> sign changing. I would be up there grabbing these letters and numbers and putting up whatever dumb signage that Robert wanted. And I, my ladder was literally bouncing off of the sign as I'm changing everything. I was convinced that I was going to die at the age of 16 or 17. And it would be in the course of letting everybody know that the goddamn potato skins are a dollar off today only. The only thing I can think of is Big Nick. Did you sleep with his wife? <laughs> yeah. What were you being punished for? Did you curse I out would, like a high roller customer or something? I would wager that a man of this caliber has no wife. <laughs> okay. Just making sure that you weren't being punished for all for weird reasons. But did you give him the goat? <laughs> well, and now I've changed letters on signs before, and we had like a. Uh, like a stick. Yep. That you can, you yep. can slam it up there and the slide it over. The uh, telescopic. Yeah. Uh, uh, what what is that thing? The it's suction like a giant pool thing? cleaner yeah, without the yeah, net. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it had like a suction cup, and you would slam the letter up, slide it over, and then it would pop off, and you'd do it that way. So yeah, apparently he just was trying to kill you. So I don't know. He was trying to kill me, and uh, he was not successful. I survived. Three years of changing that sign Johnny every Fire day still alive. during a severe thunderstorm. I think there were three hurricanes 
as well. Um, <laughs> and he still um, sent you out one one earthquake. Um, and you know what? I hey hey, you're welcome, America. Yeah. You're welcome for my service. You definitely you, pissed Nick. that guy off, Big Nick. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Big Nick, for your service in the thank letter you for swapping. Your Somebody who ate the potato skins. And in all my efforts, efforts, Damon's did not survive. They, it turns <laughs> out it was not that important. Well, Once a out, day wasn't enough, Big Nick. That's the problem. You should have yeah, been changing that twice a day. If you were putting a better signage, it could have attracted more people. Because I don't know how many times I drove by there and I was like, well, that sign looks stupid. And I'm, what drunk guy put that <laughs> sign up? <laughs> lots of misspellings. Lots of misspellings. Eat here. We have food. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, well, it wasn't creative, but it's at the crisp basin. Like, what? What's the basin? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, Big Nick. I like that. I like that. All right, Mr. B, your turn. Let's see what you got. What worst job that you've ever had? So I've had a lot of worst jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting because I'm like, all right, well, how do you narrow that down? Like, there's been a lot of not good jobs. Um, I've I've been working basically since I think I was 14. So, I mean, had a job, but the worst job... Sweatshop doesn't count. Yes. um, (laughs) Would be working at a UDF in Cincinnati. Ooh. Rally. Now, now what's a UDF for those who don't live in Cincinnati? United Dairy Farmers. Yes. So, it would be the equivalent of a convenience store, but also that served ice cream. Yes. So it was kind of a weird mix. And, you know, a gas station and an ice cream shop had a kid. (laughs) Very, very much a mix. Doesn't seem to mix. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what happened. And if if you're from the Cincinnati area, they are like every like quarter mile, they're everywhere. Um, (laughs) And why I didn't like this job, it wasn't necessarily the job, it was that I had to not only run the cash register, right? I had to also procure ice cream procure. amenities that people would want. So like, what? I would be, I, I well, I would be at the yeah. cash register and someone would come in and be like, Hey, I want a, you know, ice cream cone. All right, cool. That's fine. Or I want a chocolate milkshake. But what would happen is like a team of baseball player kids would the come samples. in. <laughs> and then, and, you know, the and squad. Then, they'd be like, we want 72 milkshakes. And I'd be like, I'm going to kill everyone. Is that from the longest yard when they pull up with the bus and all the guys get out of the bus? <laughs> That's basically what you experienced. <laughs> yes. And part of it is so when I worked this job, this was years ago. Let's just say it was a very low minimum wage. So I don't know with people wanting this high minimum wage. <laughs> I would work a lot of hours and walk away with a $90 check. But yeah. um, this is the only job that I pulled a big nick on and I just left. It's the only Word. job. Like I, I straight up, like just walked out. Oh, yeah, I was like, word. I was like, I can't do this. This, this job is awful. I'm only doing this because like, it's, you know, just for some side cash. And it was just a terrible, terrible job. How um, long did you last? I think maybe th- even three months might be a stretch. All right. See, my, 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 pop, my pops was probably not a fan of me doing that. Love you, Pop. Yeah, probably not. But, did but you like, steal okay, any Randy. ice cream while you, you had were to, there? Randy. Did you did you sneak any free uh, samples no. of ice cream? 
Unfortunately, Big Dick, I'm not a thief, so I don't steal anything. Not unfortunately. That's kudos to you. But uh, I'm just wondering, you know, sometimes w- when having a job, you're like, oh, this might be a perk. I get a little uh, chunky monkey while I'm here. <laughs> See, I think because I worked there, I hated the ice cream. And the yeah. worst thing was when people would ask for a milkshake because they were a pain in the ass to make. And I had like a basketball team of 12 kids come in. They're like, we want 12 malt shakes and i'm like i quit <laughs> I, just, I walked up and, and, and the other person that was make working them was your like, damn self yeah the other person that was working was like where are you going and i'm like <laughs> help me out man <laughs> dude you should have made one milkshake and threw it at the glass wall as you walk out <laughs> here's yeah. your milkshake I, I don't i'm not proud that i walked out that way i, yeah, I wish i, I wish i could a good go back look. that's Shame. not that's not the, that's not the mr b style but that job Sucked. You should have yeah, gave a 15-week notice. Yeah, what are you doing? Now, here's where I'll give some kudos to UDF is my favorite thing to order from there used to be the malted milkshake. So <laughs> I was probably the guy that pissed you off. But the thing was, I could tell I'll when people you. were pissed, they had to make it. I could tell those people didn't want to be there. And they still nailed it and it was delicious so that tells me that at least udf has a good training protocol that even if you hate your job you still make a delicious milkshake my favorite thing to order from there used to be a tank of unleaded in a pack of bensons and hedges (laughs) pack of smokes well smoke them up johnny so when i worked there that was before you had to prepay for your gas right yeah See, this is going for our younger listeners. Be like, what? You're so old. You could just (laughs) pump it and they go in. So we would have gas runoffs all the time. Like people would pump gas and just bail. That sucks. In true Cincinnati fashion. Don't do that, big kids. Don't don't pump and run. Don't be that guy. But it would be one of those things like, and also that was when gas cost like $1.70. But I would have to be like, oh, now I have to call the police and. They'd be like, what'd you see? Like nothing. Cause it was a car that pumped gas and I'm working and I didn't see anything. And <laughs> yeah. So that would be That's my worst good. job would be UDF. And not that I don't dislike UDF. I love UDF. I just did not like the experience I had there. So that's fair cheers. enough, man. Cheers. Fair enough. That. There's, there's a lot of factors when we, when we talk about this question, because it's not just the job you had, it's your age, where you're at in your life. Are you ready to have kids or drink a beer? What's the what's the priority? I was I was I was a young I was a young Mr. B at the time. Very young. Exactly. Well, so I'll back you up here a little bit, Mr. B. So thank you. We'll get into my worst job ever here. So I remember there was a period of time in between high school and college, if I recollect correctly. <laughs> I worked at a uh, a college bookstore when I very first started going to college. Oh. And it was as minimum as minimum wage got. It was $5. That's not the job I'm going to talk about. They paid him so I realized I wasn't making enough money. So I was <laughs> like, I got to make some more money. How do I do something that makes me a little bit more? So I went to this like temp agency and they were like, oh, we've got something that's like double what you're making right now. Ten bucks an hour. Yeah, it probably wasn't double. It was probably more like seven or eight. But whatever. I mean, minimum wage was like five bucks, right? So I was like, all right, seven, eight. That's a big, you know, two, three dollars an hour. So I'm like, cool, where am I going? So they're like, you're going to go to this 
warehouse slash factory. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Move stuff around. I got no issues. Let's roll. I'll, I'll you know, organize whatever I got to do. Let's do it. So I show up the first day and there's like kind of a funny smell when I walk through the door. <laughs> this is not sounding good. Yeah. And I oh. walk in. Funny smell. And I'm like, did they tell you to take your pants off? Twice. And I declined okay. both times. Um, <laughs> but like I'm walking in and there's this long hallway, a bunch of heavy machinery, but it's not in use. It's all like rusted out. And I'm like, what the f- what is going on? Like, where am I? What is this like a bad horror movie? You know, there's no temp agency, you know. So I walk around the corner and I see these assembly lines. And what they are is it's the assembly lines that make all of the squeeze packet condiments that you get at the ballpark, oh. McDonald's. Oh, like the the little packet. like, yeah, half ketchup an inch by is. two inch packets. Yeah. And you just tear off the corner and you squeeze it onto your hamburger at Wendy's or onto your paper and dip your French fries or whatever it might be. So I'm like, okay, like this is interesting. All right, what's going on? You're probably also like, cool, I'm not getting raped. So this is good. Yeah, yeah. Like this is a legitimate place of business. I don't have to fear for my life. So I'm like, okay, so what am I doing? And he's like. All right, so here, here's the deal. We got <laughs> we got places problem. we got places at the end of the line, and there's trash cans at each of those places. What you're gonna do is you're gonna check the first trash can, see if there's any trash. If there is, you're gonna take it to the dumpster. I'm like, all right, I can manage like, that. Then you're gonna go to the second can. You're gonna look if there's any trash in there. Same with the third and the fourth. So basically this job was walking up and down and checking <laughs> these barrels that were at the end of the assembly line and just emptying the trash up the thing, empty every can, back. Now, let me just point out. Hang on, so Mark, you're, are you saying that you were underqualified? I don't think qualified was the issue. <laughs> Qualifications weren't a question as a part of this. So I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, so I'm literally walking up and down these eight assembly lines and just emptying trash eight hours a day. That's what you're telling me? Yeah. Cool. That sounds horrible. <laughs> but yeah, let's give it a roll. So I, I get back there. Let me just point out that those little packets, they don't weigh much, right? You hold one in your hand, it's like portion of a gram <laughs> or whatever it is. You put about a thousand of those into a trash bag that visually, and these are full size, like outdoor trash cans. Liquid maybe like gets heavy, son. Two or three inches deep. <laughs> that shit is heavy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, like by the time I realized by the time I got to the end of the line, by the time I made it back to the first like it was tough to even get the bags out without them ripping. And then condiments went everywhere. It's like, get a new bag. Now I got a rebag all the, and what it was, was all the rejects that come off the line. They just rip them and throw them into the trash, rip them, throw them into the trash. So Mr. B, you said you lasted like three months, eight years, big Nick, three years. Well, That's three years, but I had, I had four different job titles yeah. in that three okay. years. Big, Big Nick had been promoted and moved the rest. Yes, yes. Gotcha. So How we're going from, th- from three years to 30 minutes to I'm going to keep the uh, three, three months. I mean, three months. And then 
I'm going to kick it down to 30 minutes. I lasted 30 <laughs> minutes and I got the fuck out. I was gone. You didn't even get a full hour paycheck. Dude, I immediately was thinking to myself within the first 10 minutes, I was like, am I going to legitimately do this for the next six months? And the answer was just no. No. No, thank you. And I'm like, you, Mr. B, that's not like me. Like the the shortest job I've had outside of that has been years. And usually I'm at a place for like five, 10, 15 years. I was, I was say, you're, like I'm you're, a long timer. But a company with man. this job, nope. <laughs> and here's the, the, the most important part that I'll say. Salute. And I'm pretty sure I saluted the people that worked there <laughs> that were doing the important jobs because obviously they'd worked their way up. There were some cool ass people there. And I just straight up told them and they're like, we get it. <laughs> I was like, well, that uh, that makes me feel a little better. So kudos to the men and women that are in the factories and doing that stuff. Hey, it takes it takes a, a good good person to do that stuff. So kudos to y'all. I didn't cut it. <laughs> I was out. So so that's mine, the condiment factory. So all right, gentlemen. Well, that wraps up the worst job ever. I'll throw it out. Any uh, anything else you guys want to add? Um, I. I also washed dishes at Cracker Barrel, and that was pretty rough. Oh, I liked, I washed dishes at uh, Damon's and a couple other places. I enjoyed being a dishwasher. Well, it, it, I, it didn't make my number one because it wasn't right. that bad, but it was just, it was washing dishes. And I mean, I think, again, I did that for like <laughs> three months as well. And I was just like, after a while, I'm like, all right, I'm too smart to do this. I mean, not to, not to yes. bash dishwashers, but I was just. I felt like they were like minimizing my ability. So the whole time I did it, I kept thinking I'm not sm- I'm not smart enough to do this. So we well, had different experiences. We uh, have, we have two different trajectories, buddy. I just watched for a while. It wasn't too bad, but it, yeah, you get old, I guess. What I I, I, will, I will what, mention the worst job that somebody I knew had, and there was a chick that I dated in high school that worked at Subway because we brought Subway up earlier. The worst smelling job. Like I used to walk out and just hang out in there and dude, you walk out and smell your clothes. You're like, I got to go change immediately. (laughs) Subway, huh? Subway. Hey, pro tip. Don't be careful. Don't hang around Subway too long. They're never buying advertising on this show. (laughs) Yeah. Be careful when dating a woman from Subway. It's better now. I don't know what they did. They changed their uh, ovens. She smells like salami and wheat bread. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't the meat it was the bread it was legit the bread the whole time I smell bread anyway. and, and meatballs i digress so all right gents let's move on to our second one here so for this one the question is going to be what is the funniest or awkward job moment that you've had so big nick let's kick it your way funny or awkward job moment so for <laughs> <laughs> so Nick's for had me 12,000 of them <laughs> either so for, either for or, me, or both this is the most awkward job moment that I've ever had. So I would have been. Tell. Hold on, let me about, let me just throw this out. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take a chance here. I don't think either of you guys are gonna match me on this one. Oh, but, but please, have, Big Nick, digress. Competition. I digress. Right, I like it. I like it. Let's see what you got. Step your game up, son. My life. <laughs> you could write a book, son. I'm telling you. So here we go. This is one of my most awkward uh, job moments in my my life. I would have been about 20, 
two, and I would have been at the company for about two years. So I'm I'm solidified, right? Everybody knows who the hell I am, and <laughs> and I've received promotions by this point, and I need to create an understanding of a word for everybody listening out there. So I have been raised, thankfully, by a lot of teachers, right? My family has a lot of teachers in it. And so there is a word that is used in teacher speak that is not used in, in most, you know, most regular, uh, regular settings. And that word is ditto. Ditto means, you know, you say, so, hey, I had a great day. Ditto means same thing, right? But in teacher speak, ditto means copies, right? You put in the worksheet that your, your students are going to fill out and you create ditto after ditto after ditto, copy after copy after copy, and you hand them out. So at school when I was a kid and at home, being raised by teachers and aunts and uncles that were teachers as well. Ditto was a common word that was used. Take one, pass it on. The dittos. Remember those in school with the, you'd fill out the worksheets. So I'm at this job. I'm about 22 years old. Been there for about two years. Climbing up the ladder. And the head boss comes up to me. Her name was Alicia. She was a very nice lady. And uh, very good at her job. And um, there was there was something that they had passed out to all of the employees the day before. And we were supposed to fill it out and return it to her. So when she came up to me the next day, we're talking about work-related matters. And I said to her, oh, by the way, Alicia, now mind you, this is my head boss. There's nobody above her. I said, oh, by the way, Alicia, I put the dildo in your mailbox. (laughs) And she looked at me, and I looked at her. We both got silent briefly. And then my eyes got big, realizing that I said dildo instead of ditto. And I panicked, and I just went, oh, that's great. Dildo. I said it again. <laughs> so you doubled down on the I did. dildos. <laughs> I, I said it by mistake. I said it by mistake. And I tried to correct myself. And all I could say was the same mistake again. I said, I put the dildo in your mailbox. She looked at me. I looked at her. And then I went, dildo. And I said it again. So there was no mistake that I said dildo, which is a weird, really weird thing to say to your boss. Throwing it out the second time kind of feels like doing a Jordan, right. <laughs> like making the dildo. shot. Dildo. You just threw it out a second dildo. time. Dildo. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was doubly That's a bad awkward, day, big doubly Nick. awkward because That's I said day. dildo twice. Oh, I, 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 a bad I, te- day. I teared up a little bit. Big yeah. day. Yeah. If you're a young a person out there listening, getting ready to go into the workforce, dildo is not a word that you want to have in your vocabulary. Practice your grammar. It, right. it really should never be used in the office situation unless you oh, work no. for a dildo company. So. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. There's exceptions if you work there. All right. <laughs> Love Dude, it, Good Nick. story, Big Nick. Very well put. All right, Mr. B, what do you got for us? <laughs> All right. So as a 
younger lad, maybe 14-ish, me and my friend that lived up the street were hired to uh, work for this guy that had like this large property, right? Like, you know, he wanted uh, stuff mowed and mulched and all this stuff. So, of course, I'm like, oh, sweet. Like, he's going to pay us like, and it was something like stupid, like $4 an hour, which I was like, oh, $4 an hour. That's crazy. <laughs> so that was the I'll be rich. Start- yeah, that was the start off. Well, we get there, you know, and he was, we were mulching his stuff, and he's like, I wanted four inches of mulch. Wow. Like, all right, I don't even know what that means. Like, I'm just putting mulch in your in your mulch. <laughs> yeah, like- so this guy was like yelling at us and stuff, and then we're mowing, right? And mowing his yard, blah, blah, blah. And this guy has like his house is kind of up on a hill, so there's a big hill to this lake. Somehow, the lawnmower, which was a very expensive lawnmower, ends up rolling uh, down down this hill. Oh no! Right into the lake. Oh, oh no! Wait, what do you mean somehow? <laughs> Were you on it when it happened? No, no, I was not on it. Who was on it? Nobody was on it. it Why just wasn't rolled. somebody on it? It just rolled into the lake, buddy. <laughs> oh, it just and rolled. Oh, that's it, bad news. So it set the parking brake. Let's just say I don't think we got paid for that day, <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't get hired back again. It's very weird. Like I'm not sure why. Um, that was a very awkward situation. I mean, a the guy was kind of an asshole, but b like. I'm not sure how that even happened. Like, nobody touched it. Yeah. Ha- it happened to roll down. So it was very odd. Like, we're like, like nobody Was it slow it. motion when you saw it, like, starting like, to roll? Uh, and you were like, no. no. I saw Yes, I saw it. And I was like, <laughs> and I started to even run towards it. And I was like, nope, I'm not that fast. And, and <laughs> it, was like, it, was, it was like a steep hill right to the lake. And it went whoosh, right to the lake. And like, well. Yikes! Uh, your six thousand dollar lawnmower is now uh, pretty much ruined. So, Ugh. yeah, that's a bad day. And, and that's I, a, it, that's a little awkward. And what's weird is he. I was like, "Can I put you down as a reference?" <laughs> he, <laughs> he said, "He said no." And I was like, "All right, well, whatever, man. Good luck. Have whatever. a heart, man. Yeah, yeah, have a heart, bro." So I didn't yeah. crash your lawnmower. <laughs> Into that the was, lake. That was a very special work day <laughs> and very wait, early in, in Mr. B's work situation. I think I was maybe 14. Can I ask, yeah. do you know how the lawnmower was retrieved from the No, he from we, said lake. We we were told to leave quite quickly after that happened. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get to stick around and see what happened. No. Yeah, that'll happen, Mister B. That's a, that's a pretty awkward moment, man. It was it was very it awkward, yeah. and I did get. I, I actually, and this was at the end of the day, so like I had worked the whole day, and I never got paid for it. Oh, so it, it was like double suck. Like well, that I, dude's like, I got to go buy a new lawnmower. That's what your salary's getting paid to. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I was gonna get like ninety bucks or something. It's like, nope, you get nothing because you broke my lawnmower. Like, oh. you get nothing. I was gonna buy. All right, well, that one's pretty bad. Sports cards. So, so gentlemen, you, you guys got two pretty good, pretty good stories there. Um, but sit around the campfire. 
Wait, 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 wait. So we have one story of a dildo in a mailbox <laughs> and a lawnmower <laughs> in a lake. Let's just recap top, where we're at. Top that mark. All right. Well, let me try. I'll make an effort. <laughs> banana in the um, tailpipe. The, <laughs> not falling for no banana in the tailpipe. All right. So I worked at an IT company. I went to school for software engineering, right? So I worked at an IT company, got hired on as a help desk guy. So, you know, help desk, people call in, you take the phone call, you help them with their IT problems, you tell them to reboot three times and try other things. Um, you know, whatever you got to do to help the people out. There was screen share, which was pretty rudimentary, you know, back in those days. But there was you could do a screen share where you could see somebody else's screen. They'd be like, oh, I can't. I can't uh, see my mouse. And I'm like, is it plugged in? And they're like, oh. <laughs> Plug your internet in. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't tell you how many times that happened. Um, or my monitor doesn't work. Did you plug it in? What? Oh, got uh-huh. it. Thank you. It works now. That's awesome. Way to go. I'm like, oh, well. But anyway, so I'm at work. It's right after lunch. My boss is walking around, you know, when your boss is walking around and you can just kind of feel them behind you. My back faced kind of the open area. Like, so, so the way my desk faced, I was facing a wall and it was just a little half cube, right? Nothing like private, but I was facing the wall. So my back was to the open area (laughs) and I can feel my boss kind of walking around. She's talking to everybody, just kind of seeing how people were going. She was cool. She's probably checking on your TPS reports. Yeah. For that dildo in her mailbox. Peter, <laughs> hmm, did you get the new TPS reports? <laughs> um, so right. get a call and the person's like, hey, I'm having some issues. I got like all these pop-ups coming up on my computer and I can't control it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. So I log into the computer, into this guy's computer. And it's kind of like it took a second. The technology was just blooming, right? So it took a second for like the screen to pop up. So you're just kind of sitting there waiting. It's like black is black. And I can feel my boss. She's like coming right up on me. She's finishing up with the guy behind me. So she's about to come up and say hello to me. So she goes, she turns around and the screen comes up and it is pornographic (laughs) information, pictures all over this guy's no. computer screen, Our which is now point. showing all over my computer screen. <laughs> oh my so I'm, I got full screen and all of a sudden it goes from all black to porn pop-ups Are everywhere. we talking guy on guy or the good stuff? No, standard, <laughs> normal, will get you fired porn. <laughs> And immediately within like 10 seconds, I'm freaking out. And I'm like looking at the guys next to me and they're glancing over and cracking up. And then all of a sudden I hear, hey, Mark, how's it? (laughs) Dead silence. She stops in her tracks. And I'm like, I swear to God, this isn't what it looks like. (laughs) What else can I say? I got a full screen of porn and my boss walks up and just sees it with no context of what's happening. And immediately I sound like the guy that's just getting defensive because I'm like, uh, this guy's got a virus. I'm trying to get rid of it. I swear. What do I say? He's what definitely say? got a virus. <laughs> well, and what's even crazier is you have since been promoted multiple times. 
<laughs> that was followed with a swift promotion. So, uh, you know, I'm pretty good at what I do. What can I, I say? I wonder how often that happens, though, when uh, IT guys like the screen share, like yeah. you said. Yeah. Like there's, I mean, I, like I'm talking to the guy. He's just like, I got a bunch of pop-ups. I can't get rid of them. I'm like, all right, let me take a look. And it just pops up. And I'm like, oh my God. And again, like <laughs> these are half cubes. So like, there's no privacy. The guy that sits next to me is literally like, I can reach out and put my hand on his shoulder and he just glances over. And then I just see him cracking <laughs> up, like just oh. losing it. And then I hear my boss's voice and it's just, oh, what? Can you, what can you do? Hey, <laughs> like, that's pretty hilarious. I kind of wish there would have been a video of your face. At, oh, it would have been an ugly video been like, of my oh! face. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have looked any less guilty. Like, oh, I swear to God. This is not my computer. It wasn't me. It's this guy at location 42. <laughs> it would have been no. even more strange if she just would have walked up and put her hands on your shoulders and started said, rubbing and said well yeah. done mark well done that's a good point how does that, this feel, how does this feel? <laughs> <laughs> oh by the way that man-on-man porn that you're watching <laughs> i'm into it too mark i'm into it too Oh, I Mark. clicked on the wrong All link. Right, Mark, you're right. You you win the most awkward situation. You win. All right, you're thank right. you. I I thought that would at least you know. I, I didn't up there. I'm not gonna lie though. You guys brought the thunder. You had some good ones, but that I was mean, tippy top. Hey wow, Nick, buddy. in good news, I didn't turn around and look at my boss and go dildo. I panicked. <laughs> I panicked. I didn't know what to do. I said the I wrong didn't word. Turn around and go. Porn. I said the wrong word. So for and she, all of her, and, and God oh, bless her, she was man. nice. She was like, "Calm down." <laughs> She's like, "It's okay." <laughs> Put your dildos away. Let's not get crazy. I was like, so "Dildo." All, <laughs> so for all of our big kid listeners, if you ever don't know what to say and you panic, you're not sure, just say "dildo." Right. <laughs> or right. don't yell that. <laughs> Do the opposite of it. And if they say, "Where did you say that from?" His name is Big Nick, and I can give you his address, phone number, and <laughs> contact information. But just, just say dildo. You'll be fine. Hey, You'll there's nothing wrong with dildos. No, I, I, that's what I'm saying. It's a way to get you out of a situation. How dare you dildo shame me? How dare you, sir? <laughs> How dare you? All right, Jansen, well, you guys got any other like funny or awkward moments you want to throw out there? Yes, my whole fucking life. All right, cool. There's Big Nick's. Mr. B, what you got? So, all right. This is a quick quickly, one. So quickly, quickly. I, yeah. I work. I worked at. Yeah, Kroger's. That's pretty quick. And hey, Big Nick, those are my style. Three seconds. Kroger's had these, uh, like a walk behind forklifts. Like it mm-hmm. was like a full forklift, but it would go up like twenty feet. And the grocery I, store Kroger, for those that yeah, don't know. And I was I was forklifting stuff, and I. <laughs> I, I didn't forklift it correctly. Oh no! And I and I, I smashed oh. like like a pallet of two liters. Oh, dude! So that's like, the worst thing you could spill. Well, just listen. So so two liters were like spraying everywhere, and I'm like, uh, what do I do? I pulled a Garth, and I was like, uh, and I just I ran to my boss. I was like, hey, there's liquid spraying everywhere. Uh, I assume you're going to fire me, so I just left. I got to go to lunch. Uh, could you have somebody clean this up? There was like a like a puddle of uh, Sprite and Seven Up everywhere. Yeah, like this is going to be a sticky situation yeah. if we're not careful. 
Legitimately. Yeah. No, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, I don't really have a, like a specific funny or awkward moment, but I would just say this. My first job ever was at a grocery store. And if anybody ever stole anything, you would just hear over the loudspeaker uh, paging Mr. Green, Mr. Green to the front. That meant we're about to whoop somebody's ass because we all <laughs> got to run to the front of the grocery store and tackle whoever <laughs> was stealing some stuff. So that was before and, the, all the new laws. That was when yes. they, wanted, they wanted employees to fight. Vigilante justice. Yeah. Dude, I was 16, and that was like the highlight of my month when that happened. <laughs> there was a guy that stole a bunch of batteries, and we chased this dude a block and a half down the street and tackled him in front of this dumpster. That's and there's like I'm a bunch about. of us holding him down. It's like... He's stealing batteries, you man. You got your whole life ahead of you. So here's the thing. <laughs> hey, if you're going to steal on Marcus, his watch, you better, better be careful. Not. He'll track better you down not. like a fuck. <laughs> oh, he's a ninja. Better not. All right, gents. That was good. That was good. All right. So let's move on to our last question. I think this is an interesting one. So we've obviously been telling some funny stories. Oh, my God. We got another question. <laughs> we got another question. This one, though, is, is interesting because you get to learn a little, like I said earlier, a little bit about your big kids. So, um, Mr. Well, let's start with Big Nick. Big Nick, what was the what's the most desirable job you could ever have? Well, it would be uh, anything other than the two jobs I've just mentioned. <laughs> um, but, you know, anything outside that's winning. You know, growing up, I thought that there would be a couple things that, that maybe Big Nick would be when Little Nick became Big Nick. Uh, and one of those was FBI agent. That sounded fun. Batman, which I tur- turns out doesn't pay anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't get paid for that. Right. I didn't know that that, that didn't have a get salary that came with it. Right. Um, Thirty-eight twenty an hour. Radio jockey. <laughs> Was one that I thought was a cool one. Now here's oh yeah, here is the King Supreme, Ooh, the, the one nugget. that Big Nick has stuck with all of his life. Still to this day, favorite job, NFL GM. Oh my goodness, boom Ooh, son, you let me have like the reins. Let me have I the like team, that. and I will show you Jerry Jones the way to the promised land. <laughs> Jerry, if you're listening, and your future it, GM's right here. Big Nick, you know what? I know you. You would be quite good at that. I think I so. I do agree. I do I think agree. I could fake my way through it for about no, three years. I, I think so, too. I think you know the sport. You know how to talk to people. God damn. You put you the could, right people around you. you could I mean, that's what a lot of that a, is. A NFL GM. And you know what? You could hire me and Marcus for you know your assistants. Right, like scouting department or front office jobs. There's all kinds of things. And you know what? Here's the thing, Jerry Jones and anybody else out there in NFL land listening. I don't require a high salary. I will do this for ninety grand a year for the first year. I will prove myself for the first year. For the first year, I will prove myself (laughs) ninety grand a year for the first year. I'll show up. Nine ninety nine a month. After that, After that. I want a I want a two hundred percent raise. <laughs> I will, I will be I'm a on Netflix the, subscription for the rest of the. <laughs> I will be on the job twenty four seven. That's twenty four hours a week, seven months a year. I am your guy. <laughs> nice. 
I'm love pretty sure GMs put in more than 24 hours yeah. a week, but hey, I love it. Hey, you study long, you study wrong, son. <laughs> I love it, Big Nick. Very well done. I, I'll be honest. I had, I did think about that as a side one for me because, like, obviously, growing up 80s, 90s, what do we play? We played Tecmo Bowl. We played all that. Dude, when I was a kid, when I was like seven, I was like writing down the standings of NHL hockey on the Genesis. <laughs> and, you know, you'd be the GM of your own team in the video games. It's fun stuff. All right, Mr. B, hit us with what you got. So most desirable job that you could have. Yes. And so depending on ability, mine would be first and foremost, professional athlete. Yeah, it's a good one. And, and it's only because I love competition. I love, I mean, I played sports in high school. I love practice. I love preparing. So if there was a job where I could play a sport and get paid for it, yes, I would do that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I was I was not built to play in the NFL or play professional soccer. I just didn't have the frame, unfortunately. I blame my parents. I love you, mom and dad. <laughs> but you should. Yeah. I mean, I that, would you, be, that would be that would be number They're one. Good my num- They're good people. My number people. two would be professional musician. Yeah. And, That's a good and one. I, and I won't even clarify with that more is I would not want to be a touring musician. I would want to be a studio studio musician. musician. A stay at like home that. musician. Yeah, I, I like don't want to I don't want to travel around. But yeah. like like if someone could pay me You're like Brian Wilson. Yeah, if I if someone <laughs> pays me, pay me six figures a year, and I I get to play music all day. Pfft, I'm right in. on, Mark. Tell Man, me so, you're not. Tell me you're not going to sign up for that, Mark. So so here's what I'm thinking. There's a reason that the three of us hang out because you guys are stealing all my good ideas that <laughs> were all my honorable mentions. You haven't you haven't hit my one, but we're not that far off. But that just shows. That's why the three of us are hanging out, gentlemen. Sports, music. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can I try to guess Marcus? I think we're at a fair point of the show where you guys can try to guess. Can I try to guess it since you've told us that that it's close, but we've not. Big Nick, do it. See what you got, Big Nick. Hockey, goalie, NHL, nailed it. Boom, son. Man, that's pretty close. Am I pretty close? That's very close. (laughs) That's absolutely an honorable mention. No doubt about it. That's not it. But Big Nick, I will tell you, that is actually a fantastic. So, Mark, let's hear your ideal job. Mr. B, you don't want to take a shot at it? What do you got, Mr. B? Nothing? I can't. I can't even. Hey, I love Mr. Marcus, and we have been friends forever. I can't even guess. I'll give you a hint. Who would you be sitting next to at the studio? So it's clearly it's a, a recording music studio. producer. Yeah. Boom. Music producer. Yeah. I love I was- creating. Like creating is my favorite thing. And to be able to do the production side of thing, which I, I yeah. do this as a hobby. Don't get me wrong. I do production stuff. But to be able to do production stuff, get paid for it, and help people create amazing music that three guys will talk about later on in their life and think back on. I don't know if I could think of a better job than that. So, you know, as much as I love to be a musician, I think I'd probably cheat as a producer and be like, hey, put this guitar part in there. <laughs> or I'd come up with a vocal melody and be like, I'll sing you backups. So 
<laughs> yeah, music producer. I think that's what I go. And then the other thing I had as an honorable mention, Big Nick, sports coach. So maybe I would be your coach and you'd be the GM. Don't right. uh, screw me. But <laughs> I might hire you. I might consider you hiring you. Well, hang on, me, we'll sports coach, like you said, Mr. B, the 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 practices, the I mean, I'm doing that stuff right now with my kids. And like I'm the only parent that's like pacing the sidelines. So I just decided to start coaching. And it's fun. Coaching is fun. What if it's what if we stuff. all three quit our jobs and you guys help me train for the NFL and I will be the oldest rookie ever in the NFL? <laughs> And You're very they, old for the NFL. You do have some quickness, so I mean, you, I'll give I, you that. You've got some quickness. Put, if I can put on like ten more pounds, we got a yeah, situation. Beef here. up a little bit. You yeah. could be an H back. Position are you going to play? I'm Full. concerned. I'm, I'm thinking like safety. I was thinking yeah. punter, but <laughs> I was thinking field goal holder. Don't laugh at uh, punter. Punter's <laughs> making a good career for a long time. Hey, long actually, snapper. we're all old enough to still make it as a punter yeah. in the NFL. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Oh, but Mark, gentlemen, I love it, buddy. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I got. I I have to create. You know what I mean? That's my thing. If I'm creating, then I'm feeling and, good. And I can I can attest. I've worked with Mark behind the computer. He is a master of creating. So thank you, sir. Thank you. You're you're already great at doing it. Now I agree. If you could make that your profession. Cheers to you, buddy. I, I hope you for can music that production out. details. Contact. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, gents, that was a great list. That was a great list. I had fun tonight. That was some super good stories. I love being able to to reminisce with you guys about stuff that happened in our past and how we feel about things. Good times, gents. Anything to to mention at all before we roll out of here? Well, I think that we talked about jobs that we want, jobs that we didn't want. And awkward moments at jobs that we had. Yes. And I think we summed it up nicely. And uh, Mr. Mark, there, uh, who knows? Uh, maybe send in your application. Uh, I'll be the GM, and maybe you can. We're now coach, accepting phone calls. You at, can uh, coach my uh, roller derby team. We'll figure there it we out. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to go outside and do wind sprints, and I'll get ready for the draft. So, oh, hey. we can, oh, Mr. B, you're on the roller derby team. There you, you go, Big Nick. Hey, if we derby. had a team, it'd be the best roller derby team I've ever seen in oh, my life. I would trust life. everybody. <laughs> you don't want these shoulders, son. Big Absolutely. kids roller derby team. Suck it, son. <laughs> Come and do a town near you. All right, gentlemen, that was good times. Listeners, if you've made it this far along, don't hesitate. Shoot us some ideas. You got a great show idea? Tell us. Don't be afraid. Send it out there to us. Check us out on social media. Give us a rate. Give us a review. We love you guys. You're the reason we're doing this. We are the Big Kid Show. Show.